Ladies and gentlemen from around the universe, from around the globe, from around the community, welcome to the Power, Purpose, and Passion podcast. I am your host, Anthony Cheem, speaker, life coach, author, trainer, musician, singer, songwriter, ready to give to you everything and anything I've learned over the past 20 years being in the self-help industry, spirituality, psychology, physiology, neurology, everything I get my hands on to learn to learn to, learn to upgrade and update my life so I can teach you the best of what I've learned so you can be a show up and grow up and enhance and advance your life, upgrading your life on a consistent basis so, so you can claim your power, clarify your purpose and cultivate your deepest, widest and highest passions possibly. Ultimately, ultimately, giving and contributing to others the best of you so that you can inspire others to do the exact same for their lives. Because let's let's face it, the more and more we give of ourselves, the more we grow up, the more we have to give. And the more we give, the more fulfilled we are. And giving our life away, we ourselves are filled up. So thank you for joining us on this podcast. We appreciate you people that are listening to this podcast passively or actively, either on Instagram or on Facebook or on iTunes or whatever show that you decide to listen to this on. We appreciate your support. And really, um, it is it is... It is our it is our honor to be on the show. It's my absolute honor for sure, and I think I can speak for Cam as well to, to be able to give to you uh, this podcast, this delivery system for ideas and inspiration. So, you know, uh, I, I recently with one of my spiritual mentors, he basically told me that um, Anthony, it's not ideas and teachings that teach people. It's it's getting. It might be the starting block for for for, for transformation, but what you do in terms of your coaching, in terms of your podcast, your books, it certainly gets the wheels turning. It's not. Transfer. It doesn't substitute for transformation, but it gets the wheels turning. And if you can get people's wheels turning, that that could be the very basis, the very impetus, the very trigger for people to make changes in their life. Because change, man, it's it's one of the harder things to do. And I, and this show is all about letting go of control. This particular op, uh, episode, and I remember that reminds me of that one episode about, or this one uh, uh, study that was done, and they asked a bunch of people, what would you rather do, change, or die, and like. 90% of the people that said they'd rather die than change and that's how people are so resistant to change and <clears throat> part of that is letting get letting go of control of your idea of what how things are supposed to be and accepting things as, as they, they are, are. And, and, and coming, coming to, to grips, grips with what you can control and what you can't control to me that's a litmus test for highly evolved maturity because if you focus on things you can't control, stress will just just like pervade every aspect of your life. I've I've learned that because I've tried to control other people, kind of control events, and why that that person shouldn't have said that to me, or that shouldn't have happened. Why is all oh, why is this happening to me? And you start focusing on why it shouldn't have happened, or why it should have happened, why this person didn't show up, why this person said this, or your boss, or your mother, or your father, whatever it might be, and coming to grips with total acceptance for how other people are, but then turning the door inwards to what you, what it is you can't control, and that is your perceptions, your focus what you do in those moments because at the end of the day it's not that it's not that you are a victim of your feelings you are the person who chooses to be a victim of the feelings you're the you're the person you are the very thing that accepts or disallows these feelings to overcome you or to master you in order to master your emotions you have to first acknowledge it i'm not saying deny your emotions but at some level you have to come to terms with you it's you that gives into the feeling that that arises and that's one thing you can't control is that is your perceptions your your perspectives and coming to grips with what you can and cannot control and understanding that maybe perhaps maybe asking yourself this question which is a question that one of my mentors used to ask me all the time is it possible that your current belief system is outdated 
it's not just outdated, but is it possible that your current belief system is the reason for your suffering? Question number three, is it possible that your current belief system is holding you back from the real transformation you desire? Think about that for a second, you guys. Is your current, I, I didn't know how I worded that exactly, it just kind of came out, but is your current belief system the, uh, the reason why uh, you're suffering? Is your current belief system the reason why you are, is preventing you from actually transforming? Uh, it's some certain questions I was asked and it was like, it's got me think about maybe my belief systems isn't, isn't necessarily the re reality of life. It's just a belief. It may not even be a fact. And it might be the very belief system that's holding me back from spiritual transformation or, or the success and happiness I desire. Because you might actually have a belief that says, um, I'm happy when I make other people happy. Well, you're going to have to wait for other people to be happy in order for you to be happy. But can you control other people's happiness? And the answer is no. So that current belief system, if you have that current belief system, it is completely hindering you from happiness. And in fact, it's actually inculcating and, and leading you to the very the opposite. That's, that's unhappiness. unhappiness. Because you're trying to get gain your happiness by making other people happy. When in reality, you can't make other people happy. You can only insert what you can insert. You can only plant into the earth soil what you can plant. The rest is not up to you. It's not like you have to like put together the soil and, and the sand and the nutrients and the rain, put all those elements together and all of a sudden the supercharged miracle happens and the plant starts to grow. Yeah, you got, you, you, you got to do your part in watering it, but it's not you that grows the plant. You got to plant the seed and that's what I've come to grips with in my coaching career, in my speaking career and, and me as an author, as a father too as well and as a husband that I can plant certain seeds into my children's minds and hearts plant certain seeds into my clients' hearts and minds and my wife's hearts and minds and the people I work with. Them. But it's not up to me to go out and nurture it and to cultivate that that that, that crop of, of abundance in, in the fall, so to speak, if you want to use that metaphor. But uh, I, I've learned and I'm continuously learning. And by the way, I know the last podcast I did, what, I was practicing a virtue of calmness, centeredness, and, and serenity. And I have to say, it is absolutely mind-blowing. The past six days have been one of the most trying teachable, uh, uh, highly realizing six days of my entire life only because I'm so much more, more aware than I was when I first started this journey about using fundamentals and practicing a virtue on the first of every month. I'm much more, I think, mature. Uh, I'm stronger. I have greater character. I have greater integrity. I have greater awareness. I feel like I have a, I'm a greater vessel of love. Um, but I, I, I now am more hyper aware of my ego I'm more, more hyper aware of how, how uh, lack of calm that's in my life or the stresses that I allow the, the, my environment to control me. So I've been practicing calmness and centeredness and serenity in every moment when I'm stressed. So and when stress comes, I can't control the environment, but I can control how I respond. So as soon as stress comes in or uh, that's something that activates my stress my stress impulses or my, re my knee-jerk reactivity, I immediately go to, this is a perfect opportunity to practice calmness, centeredness, and serenity. And, and I use it as a means to practice those things. And that's what I can control. I can't control what people say or what people do or what people say to me on the internet or what my kids do or what my wife does or whatever. I can't control, but I can't control me and my response and my perception. And so hopefully that gives you an idea about letting go of control and the idea of letting go of control. And that really means just coming to terms with what you can control and what you can't control. Does that make sense? And you know, I, I I went off on a tangent there, guys. I failed to I failed to introduce Cam to the show, man. I I, I get into those those modes. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, Cam? 
What's going on? On this topic of knowing what you can control or can't control, I think a lot of it is awareness. A lot of people don't actually identify what they can and can't control. They just see it all as one thing coming at them. Um, and that's, I specifically took that note of victim mentality. Like you can't necessarily fix anything if you see yourself as a victim. And so when you see something that you cannot control, are you, are you still a victim? Like, uh, or sorry, when you see something you can't control, sorry, mm. you're not a victim anymore. You have yeah. a, a way to change this. Yes, and also yes. if you are a victim in a certain area, there's always a way to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, in my own life, there's there are things I cannot contr- control, but the way I look at it instantly is this is given to me because I can learn from it. It's always it's always I can learn from it. It's always this is going to make my life better. It's going to make me better. Um, so I guess like the only thing I would have to add is um, make sure that if it's something you can control, that you don't victimize yourself because you have control. It's a waste of your time to victimize yourself. Yes, yes. And also make sure that if you cannot control it, then just reframe what's going on. And for me, the easiest reframe is looking at it as a beneficial thing. Like yes. I'm going to be better for this and, and, and this was given to me or even I chose this. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and these are just beliefs of mine that, that get me through and get me to push through those uh, barriers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, the, the, the idea of victim thinking, I think uh, I remember one coach said something on the line along the lines of it's it's a whole lot easier to be a victim of your circumstance and your environment than to be a victim of your own choices. Because as soon as you are a victim of your own choices, you, then it's, it's you, you have to look at you. It's easier, so you don't have to look at you. You can blame the environment, blame another person, but as soon as you say, "Well, no, this was me," then I got to be the one to take responsibility for making it better. But if I if I if I put my blame onto someone else, I'm a victim. I can't control it. It's okay. It's easier because I'm a victim of of somebody hurting me, or somebody cheating on me, or someone betraying me, or someone lying to me, or someone. It's easier to be that way because that way they that it's not me. But you are, in every single moment, you are in absolute control of you. You have that capacity. The question is, are you tuning into that capacity and looking at that? And I even remember that one, there was a stoic that was teaching one of his students about this. And, and there he was, the student was going through a very rough time. And he was scared and stressed out. And then he, the, the master did something brilliant. He put a handkerchief in front of his face. And, and, and the, he asked the student, what do you see? And he says, darkness. And he said, we're, and then he pulled the handkerchief away, handkerchief away and he said, were you scared? And he said, no. He goes, so what, what does it matter what the cause of the darkness is? <laughs> You're going to have dark times. It doesn't matter what causes the darkness. What, what matters is that you, you go through the darkness. It doesn't matter what's causing the darkness. It's whether you are navigating yourself through the darkness and you're learning whatever lesson you need to learn through the darkness and, and then tuning into what you do have control over. I mean, you, we don't have control over the sunshine or the rain or when it's dark or when it gets, you know, starts to snow, but we do have control over ourselves and our response to those things. So that, I tell you, the lesson of this podcast, this particular episode would be understanding what you do have control over and what you don't have control over and then coming to terms with okay what and focusing on what you can control so the past six days for me has been a lesson of going inward rather than outward 
to what other people are doing or what people are saying, or what the environment is or what, what the weather might be. And then going into here, my mind, opening up my mind, opening up my heart, opening up my, my body to the feelings and becoming more attuned to the feelings that my body, uh, the feelings in my body and becoming attuned to that and then calming those elements uh, that, that are stressing or reacting to it that are like the knee-jerk reactions that I normally react to. So I'm learning, I'm learning stability, I'm learning calmness, I'm learning center to, by practicing those things in those moments of the high stress. And what better way to, to, to learn calmness, not when things are easy, but when things are chaotic. How do you learn love? When people around you are hating you, right? How do you learn, how do you learn patience? By not, but not like not putting yourself in, in patient situations, by actually putting yourself in a situation where you're normally impatient and then practicing patience during that time. Uh, how, you, how do you learn courage? Not by stepping into, into things that are easy, by putting yourself in a situation where you, where fear tends to dictate your, your everyday uh, responses and, and, then, and then acting out of courage. How do you gain big muscles? By putting yourself in a situation where you're lifting weights you've never lifted before and going to failure when it hurts the most. And that's how you gain the muscle. So those interior qualities, I, I have told this to many people listening to the show before, those interior qualities grow with use. Exterior qualities diminish with use. And it's those interior spiritual qualities that as you practice them in the, in the, most, in the most difficult moments that you'll grow the most and then you'll expand the most and you'll take your life to a whole different level in personal, professional, relationship-wise, spiritual-wise. And those are the gifts that can't be bought with money. So hopefully you guys got a lot of this particular episode. Uh, I know I did, and I'm certainly the person listening to this most is me, <laughs> okay? So uh, we teach that which we need to learn the most. So thank you for joining us on this podcast. Thank you, Cam. Thank you for people listening. If you love the show, join in on it, on, on the on the conversation, ask questions, join our podcast on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. Leave a comment, ask questions, and we'd love to hear from you. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We'd love to expand our, our, our d- the dimensions of our influence and, and make the world a bit, a bit better than it was the day before. So thank you for joining us. God bless you guys to your continued upgrade and evolution. Live it up with power, purpose, and passion. God bless. Take care.